Hi, my name is Tecla Francesco, and I'm trying to spread the word about how practicing the law of attraction can significantly improve your physical and mental health. Join me and like-minded friends to learn more about gratitude and how to manifest health and wellness beyond your wildest dreams. Get ready to transform your life as I share my journey about harnessing the power of the law of attraction to achieve abundance. From overcoming chronic pain to eliminating daily anxiety to treating a mental illness, I've experienced so much and I can't wait to share my proven principles and techniques with you. My goal is for you to leave our weekly episodes with easy and actionable steps to implement effortlessly into your day-to-day life so you can reach your own personal health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome back to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I am your host, Tekla, and I like to start every episode with something I'm thankful for in my life. Well, today, friends, along with my expression of gratitude, I have another life update. I am off to Europe for two months starting mid-March. I'm traveling with some family, and I'm so grateful for that opportunity. It is truly a privilege to be able to do that. And it really was the perfect alignment of circumstances which allowed me to be able to travel at this time. And we all know that's not a coincidence. So many things occurred in perfect synchronicity that I got to the point where I started to doubt myself. Yes, I still have those moments where I'm like, whoa, wait a second. What's going on? This seems too good to be true. So when I had those fleeting thoughts this week, I just asked for a sign from the universe. When I was thinking about that sign, I was driving to the grocery store and I got a text from my dad asking me to pick up a newspaper for him on the way home. I stopped at the news agent, walked in to pick up the paper, and something caught my eye. I looked up and there was this set of gloss shelves hanging from the back wall. And on the top, the very top shelf, was super, super dusty and there was just a globe sitting right there in front of me. The globe wasn't for sale, it was just a decoration, and that's when I knew it was my sign. How wild that I come across a globe moments after asking for a sign. And for me, that validated that going on this trip and traveling is the thing I should be doing right now. So I'm packing up the podcast mic, and I'm headed to Paris for a few days, and then to the coast of Spain to spend the next couple of months. I'm going to continue the weekly podcast from there, and I'm thrilled about the new experiences and adventures that I know will inspire the content we talk about together here. I don't like saying I'm so lucky because it's not by chance that things are happening for me. I have put in so much work to up-level my energy and vibration so I attract these kind of experiences to myself. That said, I am so thankful that my life circumstances have allowed me to do this. I have been so fortunate to have access to the knowledge and resources to transform my life and pursue personal growth for the betterment of my physical and mental health. So much has changed in my life in such a short amount of time, and I'm so excited to see where this journey takes me. For those of you that are just joining us for the first time today, I wanted to share a quick recap with you. In the past five weeks, I've separated from a long-term partner, 
I've moved home from the U.S. back to my hometown of Sydney, Australia. I've resigned from my full-time corporate job. And now I'm off to live a dream of spending a few months vacationing in Europe. As you can tell, I'm really feeling the high vibes today. And on that note, let's get into today's topic. Today, we're talking about the things that serve us and the things that don't. You've definitely heard me talk about this on the pod before, but today, we're going to challenge your thinking a little bit. When we've talked about this in the past, we've talked about energy that serves us and in the context of prioritization. Specifically, how we should prioritize the people and things that are serving us and let go of the things that aren't. Well, I wanted to speak to that a little bit more. I think when we hear the word serve, we tend to associate it with a mentality of being a servant, being dutiful and faithful no matter the circumstances. We think about it as something or someone that should be working for us. I heard this speech from Jay Shetty recently and it really resonated with me and I've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks now. In that speech, he said, To serve really means to leave people happier than when you found them. To leave a place cleaner than when you found it. To leave a person more at peace than when you first met them. And he goes on to say, service means to live with the spirit of service, which is to live because you want to positively improve people's lives. Let that sink in. I am obsessed with this definition. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, you are here to learn how you can better yourself mentally and physically so you can show up as your best self for those people around you. And so you can contribute really meaningfully to other people's lives. Well, I think that this speech also helped me realize that it not only sets the bar for ourselves, but it helps to set the bar for how and where we invest our time and energy. Now, we've talked about this in the context of friendships and relationships in a previous episode, in episode 15. So today, I want to focus on how this concept relates to your work. Whether you're a full-time employee, whether you own and run your own business, whether you babysit kids on the weekend, whatever employment looks like for you. How does work serve you? We just learned a new definition for service, so let's break it down. Today, right now, when you leave work, do you leave happier than when you joined that company? Do you feel more at peace than when you first started? Do you feel more fulfilled after your time there? Do you feel that you can show up as your authentic self every single day? Do you feel motivated and inspired by the work you're doing? Are you excited to get to work and spend time with your team or the people around you when you're there? Think about that for a moment. And look, some of you are probably thinking, well, I'm getting paid every week or two weeks or whatever it is, and that provides financial security for me and my family. And to that I would ask, does your job give you more than what it takes from you? When I think about this, I like to visualize it on a scale. You know, one of those kind of old-fashioned scales. I think they're called balance scales. Kind of looks like a seesaw with two dishes, one on either side of a pole in the middle. 
Well, on that left-hand side, I want you to visualize the money. Put that money in that dish and watch it immediately drop lower than the right. All of that money is weighing down the left side. Maybe you also add things there like your benefits, health insurance, life insurance. All of that goes on the left-hand side. Anything that work gives to you goes on the left. Then think about the right-hand side. What do you give to work? Your time, your energy, your motivation, your ideas, your creativity, your skill set, your commitment, and your loyalty. Visualize yourself stacking each one of those things on the right-hand side. I know they're intangible, but think about how important each one of those things is to you and the weight it would hold if it were tangible. Each time you add a new thing to the right, what happens to that scale? Eventually, it'll get close to balancing. And then for most of you, I imagine it will start to get heavier and heavier than the left-hand side become unbalanced. And if it's equal, great. That's a really good sign that it's a mutually beneficial relationship. But if it's not, then we've got some work to do, friends. Now I want to speak more about loyalty. The loyalty that so many of us give to the workplace. The loyalty that is one-sided. Your employer will always do what's best for themselves or the business. It's that simple. After being in the corporate world and climbing the corporate ladder for over a decade, I've seen so many people give and give and give to their workplace and then one day they get laid off or they get passed over for that promotion or they don't get the raise that they earned. At the end of the day, it's just business. It's not personal. But we as the employee get personal. We have that loyalty and commitment to our workplace and most of us expect it in return, but we don't get it. I have seen the founder of a startup step down as CEO of his own company because the board voted him out. It doesn't matter who you are. You are replaceable. And I'm sharing this with you because I want you to understand that while you have a responsibility to fulfill on your job duties, you need to prioritize yourself at the end of the day. I'm sure some of you have heard about this term, silent quitting. This is when an employee shows up, fulfills the minimum requirements of their job, and then clocks out for the day or signs off. I think it's hilarious that we're calling this silent quitting. This is literally just doing the job you're being paid to do. You're completing what's expected of you. You just aren't going above and beyond. And we're calling it quitting because the expectation of these employers is that you should be proactive. You should stay late. You should work overtime. You should travel on personal time instead of during work hours, even if it's for a work trip. And if you do all of these things and put in the extra effort, you are the person that's more likely to get recognized and validated. You're the person more likely to be considered as a top performer. You're more likely to be promoted or given a raise maybe even given extra benefits, like more time off, which you inevitably never use. Very early on in my career, that was me. 
I was promoted very quickly and earned status and recognition and obviously more money each time. And it was addictive, like a game, just churning and churning until I got to the next level. I was in my 20s and working well above the standard 9 to 5. I'd get in around 8, leave at 6 or 7 every night. I'd consistently work on the weekends. I'd answer emails at all hours of the night. I was living in New York City at the time, and there was no concept of work-life balance at all. It was work all day and then party all night and then rinse and repeat. And let me tell you, my mental health has never been worse. I was on this hedonic hamster wheel, just racing in circles around and around. I heard that term from Francesca Amber, who's the host of a podcast I love called Law of Attraction Changed My Life. It's basically a term used to describe the cycle of continuously pursuing and consuming material possessions, experiences, or other forms of pleasure in the pursuit of happiness without it ever being or feeling truly satisfied or fulfilled. Like a hamster on a wheel, we keep moving forward, but we never actually get anywhere as the pursuit of joy becomes self-perpetuating, but ultimately unfulfilling. I found myself in a state of constant fear. Fear that I'd overlook an important email. Fear that I'd miss a last-minute meeting on the calendar. Fear that I'd made a mistake on a client deliverable and I'd impact that relationship in a negative way. God, it was mentally and physically draining and exhausting. I was in this state of fight or flight for years. And every day that went on, the balance scale would just tip and tip and tip to the right and all the things I was giving to work were just too much and I couldn't get that scale back to equal. I remember once being put on a project last minute, like at the 11th hour, and it was a total shit show. It was my job to come in, clean it up, and get it back on track. Well, it was horrible. It was so hard to do when this project had already been in the works for several months. And I had like a matter of days to fix it. I was kind of set up to fail, or at least that's how I felt. And I remember my manager calling me one day and I was already feeling bad because I was struggling and she just laid into me. I was sobbing on the phone, which I usually don't do in the workplace. And I just remember her continuing to rip me to shreds. It was one of the worst memories I have of the corporate workplace in my life. And we don't know what was going on with her or what was happening at the time. She could have been feeling the heat too from those higher up. She could have had stuff going on in her personal life. We'll never know. I just remember how I felt at the time and thinking, no matter how bad anything gets at work, I will never make someone feel like this. And then I realized I needed to leave. I just needed to get out. That was the final piece that tipped over that scale for me. And that's what I did. I left and found an opportunity that was much more fulfilling to me. And in the end, that company did try and do anything they could to get me back and make me stay, but it wasn't worth it. The money and the benefits and the status just wasn't worth it. When we commit so much of our precious time and energy to something that isn't fulfilling us or having a positive impact on our lives, it affects our mental and physical health. 
it lowers our vibration over time and that becomes our general state of being. Think about how much time we spend at work. For most of us, that's a minimum of 40 hours a week. That's the majority of our waking hours. When we're feeling those low vibe emotions like anxiety or fear, or when we're unmotivated or frustrated or annoyed at work, those hours add up so quickly and it slowly starts to drag us down that emotional scale. It can also lead to mental health issues or exacerbate them. When we're feeling like we constantly have to show up and agree to things we disagree on, when we have to work with people that don't match our energy, when we have to execute tasks that don't inspire us, it means we aren't feeling fulfilled. We aren't feeling aligned with our highest self or higher purpose. We lose motivation and passion over time. We aren't prioritizing our personal values. We're losing sight of what life should be, happy and joyful and exciting most of the time. That's just the implications for mental health, but if you're sitting down, hunched over at a computer for eight hours or more a day, that can have an impact on your physical health too. It's hard to get in any form of movement, intentional movement, when you have back-to-back meetings or calls or when you need to be available at any moment, or when you're in the office all day, or when you're working in a restaurant or bar or grocery store or whatever it is. As human beings, we're supposed to move our bodies. We're supposed to get outside and see the sun. Lord knows I have gone maybe at least three days before without realizing I haven't set foot outside. That makes me sick to think about. How horrible is that? My intention with this episode is to make you realize that you have other options. If you're in a workplace situation that isn't serving you, and that is a situation where the scale is no longer balanced, you're giving more than it's giving to you, then maybe it's time to reevaluate things. There are other opportunities out there. Yes, I know there are layoffs happening and people are looking to be more fiscally responsible. However, we're also living in a time where there are opportunities available completely remote, right from your computer if you want them. There are other ways to earn an income that aren't in the traditional corporate world. You can literally write your own novel and self-publish these days right from Amazon. There are so many options. Those options are abundant. If you are realizing that your workplace isn't serving you anymore, then start to investigate. That's your only takeaway from this episode. Start exploring what you can do. We know from the law of attraction that there are infinite possibilities. The first step is just awareness of what's out there. We've talked a lot about taking aligned and inspired action. And that's the definition right there. Acknowledging that you're misaligned and taking steps to open yourself up to opportunity. And trust me, the right one will find you. I know that for a fact. Maybe it's another company that prioritizes work-life balance. Maybe it's starting a side hustle that you're passionate about. 
maybe it's leaving your desk job and moving to an environment where you're serving customers and you're around people all the time. Whatever it is, find something that balances that scale, aligns your energy, and brings you joy. Think about your future self. There's a future version of you who's proud that you're doing this work and up-leveling your life. There's a quote I came across on Pinterest that I love. It says, I'm doing this for a future me so that she gets to live the life that she deserves. We fucking love that energy. Okay, friends, before you leave me today, I need you to help your girl out. Please rate, review, and subscribe if you find this podcast valuable. It only takes a couple of moments and it helps me to increase awareness so much and it allows me to keep delivering valuable content to you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can scroll down to the bottom of the podcast show page, past all of the posted episodes, and you'll see that option right at the bottom. On Spotify, the rating is actually at the top of the podcast show page under the description. There's no review option there, but a five-star rating goes a really long way. And in case you haven't joined us on social yet, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at HealYourselfWithLOA. That's HealYourselfWithLOA. LOA as in law of attraction. I put out additional content and life updates there, so give me a follow if you want to see more. That's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.